Humans. Humans. Guess who's back? Yeah, boy. Your boy's back from COVID. Voice is still a little crazy. That's all right. What a tune. What a tune. Best part of that song <laughs> is when, um, I guess his love interest in the song goes, Oh, Mark. Oh, Mark. I don't know. If my name were Mark, I would have played it. But my name's Sid, and I don't. I don't want to moan in my own name. Oh, Sid. Doesn't sound as cool as. Oh, Mark. Mark. Sid. Sid. Humans, I'm back. I'm back from COVID. It's been a. It's been a journey been a journey it's worse than i thought it would be uh you know the last time i had it right around a year ago i was symptom free partied my way right through that round not this time humans i was i was in pretty rough shape the first day <laughs> of course you heard me catch it on the air you heard me catch it on the air. If you go back and listen to episode 118, you can hear me catching it talking about fatigue. And it just went downhill from there. Uh, anyways, wow, what a journey. I'm back. I'm back. How have you humans been? What have you been up to? <laughs> Maybe you found another podcast that was much more fulfilling in my absence. Maybe you missed me. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Let me know. Maybe maybe you're relieved. You're like, oh, good. My favorite show's back. Sid's back. All's right in the world. Well, humans, when we last left off, we were very excited about the United States making it to the knockout round. Of course, that didn't happen. But I've still had some World Cup fever. Um... Wasn't really, wasn't, honestly, honestly, didn't really rejoin society in terms of being excited about television at all until about Sunday. Of course, today's Monday night. I guess maybe a little bit on Saturday. Saturday, I had that energy where I've been cooped up. And despite having been cooped up for like well over a week, I didn't have that cooped up energy. Finally had that on Saturday. And watched the sporting world between naps. And, uh, you know, okay, World Cup's coming down to it. Man, anyone that had their money on Brazil, Portugal, and Spain. Yikes. Especially Brazil. The favorites. And so now what? Catch me up, humans. Is Morocco everyone's darling? Is that who we're all going for? Can't see myself rooting for the French. I'll tell you that much. And uh, what Croatia? Okay, okay. They 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 want a big one themselves. And so, well, I guess uh, if you know if you were to... a France Argentina final, that wouldn't have surprised anyone. But some of these early exits, man, 
Who'd have thunk it? Now, there is a little something I do want to tell you guys about my time, you know? We're just, we're getting reacclimated. It's like when two lovers have been separated for a while, and all you really like to do is have some sex. You know, it's like, ah, oh, we have all day, all night to get reacclimated. Can we just do it, please? Like, that's what we both want. But it just never works out that way. And this will be the same way. You know, I know you'd like to have the podcast version of sex that we have here twice a week, humans. But we're going to reacclimate. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to go out for a little burger, an IPA. We're going to talk about how our time was apart from each other before we're comfortable getting physical. Now, I'm really sick of, no matter what the tournament are, the tournament is, I'm really sick of, no matter what the tournament is, people using the verb dance. So-and-so's going dancing. So-and-so's going dancing. I've seen it in this World Cup. I've seen it in the college football playoff. And it's stupid. I hate it. It cheapens the big dance, which we all know is March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament. Now, that is a unique tournament. Over 64 teams, all different levels of college basketball. You know, you got the little tiny tiny conferences that make it in, they get their shot against a big dog. And it's very unique. It's a huge tournament. It's its own thing. It is the big dance. It's a big dance. <sighs> Some stupid ESPN headline, which should we be surprised? ESPN is just blase. So-and-so's going dancing. Shut up. Not every tournament needs to be called going dancing. And similar with the World Cup. I've seen it a couple of times. These aren't the big dance. Let them be what they are. Let the college football playoff be what it is. It's a four-team playoff. Yes, soon to be 12. But let it be that. It's not a big dance. It's not even a small dance. It's not even a slow dance. It's not even dancing to... What's a short, slow song? I don't even know. <laughs> whatever Timothy B. Schmidt, whatever his hit was from, uh, his hit was from Fast Times. Not even that. As we stroll along together. Not even that. Not even that. The college football playoff is not a dance. It's a two-game playoff. It's a, it's a two-game, two. It's that's it. No one's going dancing. No one is going dancing. The big dance, it's weeks long. The, the first four days of it are incredibly unique. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, they're just insane. Stop saying people are dancing just because they get into some tournament. Is every tournament that? My Lord. And let the World Cup be the World Cup. Other people call it the knockout stages. They made it to the knockout stages. The big dan going dancing. Shut up. <laughs> Humans, first time I've gotten to really... <laughs> first time I've gotten to really complain in over a week. Feels good. My chair's a little rattly. You know, as a creative humans, as a person who's 
pursuing the arts in some way, shape, or form, but still has to have a day job. Sometimes you find yourself looking forward to being sick. You're like, oh, man, I'm going to have all this time to work on my passion. I don't have to go to my stupid day job. And that's true sometimes. It was not true for this with me, sadly. I was thinking that when I first tested positive for COVID, I thought, all right, a little time for the Sydney Hollis show. And then I felt like such shit. There was no time for the Sydney Hollis show. Sitting up at my desk was labor. Not that it's not now. Just a different kind of thing. So it's such a bummer in that way. But one thing I did, I listened to my body. I would get up whatever time I woke up. And that was another thing, humans. The first few days I slept terribly, was sweating through shirts. I knew I was rounding a corner when I finally slept late one day. I thought, okay, but man. Whew. Nothing like having the most famous disease on the planet. Makes me feel very with it. It's a guy who listens to classic rock, who watches old movies. I rarely do anything that's with it, that's of the times. It felt very hip and cool. Oh, I've got this disease going around. The very disease that, who knows, brought us all where we are in some ways. I mean, I have a lot of friends that moved out of New York because... Again, they probably would have left at some point, but they sped it up because of COVID. The very disease that brought us where we are now. It felt good to have it in that way. I should take that back. It did not feel good to have it. All right, humans. So what did I do? I ordered food. I watched television. You know, I was, you know, I wanted to bite off some stuff I hadn't seen before that I've been meaning to see. But, you know, there's this... Miles Davis doc that's on Netflix right now, Birth of the Cool. Miles Davis, colon, Birth of the Cool. I think I've seen it before, but it's been a while. But that's honestly something I want to watch with like a glass of wine and maybe a puff of cannabis. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch that now, you know, just writhing in bed. So I did put some things off, caught up on a Ken Burns. But humans, you know I love my antenna television. I've been really into this channel uh i believe it's 11.2 here in new york rewind tv where they really have the sid hollis rock block 4 p.m two episodes of growing pains 5 p.m two episodes of who's the boss 6 p.m two episodes of who's the class excuse me head of the class who's the class covid brain and let me tell you I found a men's blouse in each. Well, certainly in head of the class, the teacher, Howard Hessman, has a nice blousey shirt on. And of course, Tony Danza has on a men's blouse in Who's the Boss? You know, the segment men's blouses in cinema started out as men's blouses in cinema. And I guess we've been accepting TV shows. And I'll include those two. I'll put a picture up on the website. Humans, I know I've been promising that forever. But hey, you come to this podcast for a little humanity. And humanity is I've been promising to put something on the website forever, and I just haven't. <laughs> but I'm going to, damn it. Again, Sid, couldn't you have done this when you were out with COVID all that time? You know, maybe yesterday. Maybe yesterday. Maybe the day before. But otherwise, I was pretty, pretty hard up. But, you know, nice, flowing, blousey numbers. Now, if you're new to the show, welcome. 
we here at the Sydney Hollow Show were called humans because we are human. We defy logic. We're willing to make mistakes. Heck, we're willing to do things that might even get us canceled. Nothing racist, homophobic, those kinds of things. But you know, we like to have a little fun. Anyway, what are men's blouses in cinema? Well, men's blouses in cinema are flowy shirts. Flowy tops, typically on men. Although not, you know, doesn't have to be exclusive, I guess. Typically on men. Uh, you know, an example of the very first men's blouse in cinema is Patrick Swayze's flowing maroon, kind of purpley, button-down number. And over the episodes, we've created a quilt. The humans have submitted blouses. And when you submit a blouse and it gets accepted, you get a Sid Buck. And that goes into your Sid Buck purse. Of course, we need to get working on that. There's a lot to do. I just figured I'd come on the show today, you guys. And, um, you know, just list all of the little uh, home improvement projects we can do here at the show. And hey, if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. I um, I watched a lot of Growing Pains, a lot of Who's the Boss, a lot of Head of the Class. Now, their shows, well, nostalgic in some way. You know, they all wrap up nice and neatly with a perfect little ending every single week. In this case, twice a day. And that can be irritating because that's just not real life. And so I have been watching, you know, speaking of feeling modern, having COVID... I've been watching the uh, Chippendales show on Hulu, the making of the Chippendales or the history of the Chippendales or something like that. It's been fascinating. And without giving too much away, a gentleman owns a club and he's trying to find ways to get people into the club. And I thought to myself, you know, is the Sydney Hollis show not a club? Wouldn't hurt to have a few more patrons. You know, all of you that are here now, I cherish you. We have a fun little community. We're our own network. We participate in little contests. We chime in. I feel like those of you that have, a lot of you have never met, you're across the country, and we come together here and we break bread, and that's fun, and I cherish you. All of you that are with me from the beginning, this thing's gonna be, world, this thing's gonna be worldwide. So I don't want you to think that I'm devaluing you. You guys are like in the VIP area of this club. But, you know, it might be nice to have a few more members. You know, if, we're, if we're in a bar right now, if we're in the hideaway, let's picture a higher-end discotheque-type hideaway. You know, you guys are in a velvet-roped area, but maybe it'd be fun to have some regular people there. Some members of the opposite sex to flirt with, some some other people to play darts with, or... Show dance moves too, you know. So we're looking to expand. We're looking to add new members, much like the show I've been watching. So that's another home improvement project here at the show. Now, human side note, I was talking up my boy Chris on Jeopardy. That's C-R-I-S. He's not really my boy, just a guy from South Jersey that I was pulling for. He lost during my big COVID spell. I was finding a little time for Jeopardy each night. Yeah, it's a good way to take your mind off things. Anyway, speaking of television, speaking of screens that are bigger than your phone, uh, you know, a lot of 
I'm in the mood. I'm in the market. I'm taking suggestions for Christmassy things to watch on television. So send those in to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. And here's the thing, right? I'm going to eventually watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'm going to eventually watch It's a Wonderful Life. I, I shouldn't even say eventually. I'll probably watch that pretty soon. That's actually one of my favorite Christmas movies, and I didn't discover it, discover in quotes, until I was an adult. And I was like, yeah, this is just like a nice, warm story. It feels good. But I'm going to get around to those. A Christmas story. I'm not going to watch the new one. It's just too risky. It's just too risky. The The original Christmas story, It's it holds a place for me. It's about, you know, yesteryear. I used to watch that movie in my dad's family's home, my dad's parents' home. That house was like yesteryear. It's just there's so much nostalgia with that movie for me. I couldn't bear to watch a new one and have it messed with. Um, you know, tell that to the guy that won't shut up about Maverick, Top Gun sequel. But that's the way it is. But I am looking for stuff I've never seen before. I just watched this new one with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. It was it was fine. It was called Spirited. It was it was fine. I I'll tell you what, I enjoyed my two hours. And I'm also on the lookout for Christmas adjacent movies, of course. This is a big diehard house. And I will find time for that. You know, it's nice to have some comforting films to put on. I will find time for that. But here's one that I watched two nights ago. Lethal Weapon. Unsung hero of the Christmas adjacent 80s action movies. It's a little weird to me, honestly, that Die Hard always gets this acclaim. Oh, well, it's a Christmas movie. Is it a Christmas movie? No one will ever shut up about it. Yes, it takes place on Christmas Eve at a Christmas party. But, you know, it's not that Christmas Eve of a movie. And, of course, that's where the big debate comes from. And I enjoy a reason to watch something annually, so I lump it in as such. But Lethal Weapon 1... Can't speak for the rest of the the franchise. I mean, it's all Christmas. One of the opening scenes is on a Christmas tree lot. You see uh, Danny Glover's, Lieutenant Murtaugh's house decorated for Christmas throughout. They mention New Year's Eve plans. Uh, there's just, There's Christmas throughout this film. Throughout this film. This is way more of a Christmas movie and a Christmas adjacent movie than Die Hard. So if you're just in that rut of like, you know, I got to watch this with my kids. I watch this for myself and I'm kind of sick of those two. Toss lethal weapon in the mix. It's not one that I'm so familiar with that I kind of got bored during it. I was still surprised by certain things. I caught new things. Of course, Any movie with Gary Busey in it is top-notch in my book. Now, what are we doing this year, humans? I'm asking you. You can respond by, you know, voice memoing or typing to listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com. 
what are we doing this year in terms of Yule Logs? In terms of tossing a couple of logs on the TV screen. Hey, it's it's just fun. I don't care who you are. You got the little, you know, you got the Yule Log Netflix going or, or your Yule Log of choice. Choice, of course, is millions on YouTube. I'm guessing Hulu has one. I don't freaking know. Maybe, maybe I should branch out. I'll pay for these damn streaming services. I may as well try them out. Nothing funnier than saying to your friend, your partner, whomever, your companion, you know, hey, should I toss another log on? Like, i.e., should I just start this over? <laughs> I get a kick out of it. <clears throat> Anyway, what are we watching this year? I, you know, out of, I don't like the word lazy. I honestly don't. But out of sheer laziness, on you know whatever, yeah, you know, I go, I go for the Netflix fireplace for your home. I usually go Birchwood edition. Yesterday I did both. I did Birchwood edition, and then I went classic edition. And I think those have an option. You can do music or not. I mean, I just assume no music, just have the crackle. And then I play my own music. But is there one out there you guys like? And before we get into this, yes, I know there's joke ones. An old friend of mine has one that was very famous. It was like uh, Darth Vader cooking in like, Return of the Jedi or The Empire Strikes Back or something like that. Um, yes, I'm close personal friends with people with viral videos. Uh, but no, no, novelty ones aside, is there one that's not the Netflix that's a pretty fun one out there? Has anyone made their own? You know, some of you, you know, I'm sitting in a room where I have six roommates in a house. <laughs> And I guess I'm betting pretty heavy on my entertainment career, considering my age, my career, etc. Some of you out there, you have homes, you have fireplaces. Maybe your kids are old enough now where you have a little time to yourself, or maybe you don't have children. Have any of you just taken an afternoon and set up your camera and your fireplace, you know? I mean... We all find weird hobbies. <clears throat> I know plenty of people that got into home brewing. And my hand is raised right now. I got into home brewing. It wasn't for me. I thought, oh, this is going to be really fun. It's going to be like an activity where I can drink while I do it. And it will reap the benefits of future drinking. This will be fun. And, you know, New York is cold in the winter. We need things to do that are, that are indoor. Um, and while it's fun, it's a lot of chemistry. It's, it's, it ultimately, it's just like being back in chemistry class a little bit, you know, and unless you're going to brew a shit ton, it's tough to be worth it. Cause these home brewing kits that they recommend for apartments, they reap such a small amount of brews that it's just, I'll say it. It's not worth it for the amount of work, what you get out of it. Unless it's the fellowship with whomever helps you. In my case, I did it alone some. That was kind of dull. Anyway, we all get into hobbies. We all try things out. I'm sure somebody out there has a camera 
and some free time. And I'm not suggesting you do this. Although if you want to, fucking share it here. I would gladly watch a human's Yule Log video. In fact, and I, I promise you, I'm just, this is all coming off the top of my head now. In fact, it doesn't just have to be in a fireplace. If you do a nightly fire, fucking film it, dude. Film it, make it, you know, make it look, make it look so, you know, that it's, someone can feel like it's a, it's a something, you know, so you feel like you've got a seat at the campfire or the fireplace. Dude, you can share it with the world or you can share it just with this small community, the hideaway community, the Sydney Hollis show. But I wonder if any of you have already done this. If you have, please direct us to the link. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. And if this is inspiring you now, if you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, this time of year, I always do a fire. And I do it alone. So, actually, I could film it. Dude, I, if you send them in, I'll promote it, one, if you want it promoted. And two, I'm looking for Yule Logs. I'm looking for Yule Logs. I can't watch the same one every time. Because I'll tell you what I still have on tap. Every year... I like to sit in my room, have my, I've put up my Christmas decorations recently. I have just a couple that I put up and I have some lights that I put on my mantle and such. It's very warm and Christmassy in here now. Holiday-ish. But I'll tell you one thing. Every year I listen to the uh, Peanuts album, front to back, over a festive, you know, Christmas ale, winter ale of some kind. And a little bit of cannabis and just listen to some jazz. And I'll put I'll put a Yule log on the screen. Uh, so I have, and I'll do that with just regular Christmas music too, but especially that album. Love that album. So I have plenty of dates, Sid dates alone, where I will be craving Yule log. Make a Yule log. Have it featured on the show. You make a Yule log. We'll give you a tab on your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. And people can, you know, be redirected to your Yule. Hell, it doesn't even have to be that long. This can be intimidating. And then when it starts to finish and someone wants, you know, hey, should we toss another log on? Just back that bad boy up. Crank it back up. So humans, I'm also asking you, what are some, are there any other, you know, jazz-esque, doesn't have to be jazz, Christmas albums that you recommend front to back? Let me know. Listener line, sydneyhollishow.com. Now, humans, another thing I was very bummed to miss on sharing with you guys, and by sharing, I mean us enjoying together, because, you know, I'll mention something that I'm going to watch or a sporting event, especially, and I feel like I, I just, there's, there's those of you out there that I know are watching it, whether you say it or not, and I feel connected. Like, I'm like, oh, we're all... I'm watching this. Some of the humans are probably watching this, you know. And one of those things uh, was the Army-Navy game. Love the Army-Navy game. It's fun. Obviously, it's the only college football game on that day. Uh, Division One, that is. And, you know, it's just, yeah, there's not a single other game on. It's sort of your last taste of college football going into bowl season. It's sort of like, oh, this is how it's going to be. It's just going to be a game on... Pretty soon there'll be no games on, you know, after New Year's. But it's just fun. Of course, you've got the very professional CBS broadcast crew, so they do a great job. The game's in Philly. You have all the 
the army cadets and the navy midshipmen guys, the sailors, I guess. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and I love watching it. Wasn't able to wager on it. I guess I was feeling a little better Saturday afternoon. Because the gambling laws here are such you can't gamble on a team. It's college-wise. You can't gamble on a college team uh, who's in your state. So with Army being just down the road at West Point, uh, no dice. And I would have bet on them. I pull for Army every year because the ROTC, the JROTC in my high school was Army, and I said, hey, that's enough for me. But missed sharing that game with you guys because it's just a lot of fun. One, against the only game on. It's kind of a you know hyped-up thing, and it's usually on. Well, it's always on a Saturday, but it's like I'm either out Christmas shopping or doing something, and I didn't actually have plans to watch it all the way through, but it just ends up being on. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'll catch some of that. I don't know. I associate it with, you know, holiday time, and I just associate it with a good time. So I'm sorry we missed out on watching that together, humans. We'll have it next year. Now, speaking of football, now, you know, we football, European football, every other continent football. The final is on Sunday, 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. So we've got that. World Cup, there's a match on Tuesday afternoon or a match on Wednesday afternoon. And then we got the big the big finale, Sunday, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 10 a.m. But this week on the NFL is one of these wacky weeks at the end of the year where we get Saturday NFL action. So we're going to have some Saturday NFL, some Sunday NFL, and the World Cup finale. Pretty good weekend for sports as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, this Saturday, December 17th, we've got Colts, Vikings, whatever. Baltimore versus Cleveland, also whatever. And Miami, Buffalo. A decent matchup. So how do you like that? A little Saturday football. And of course, all the other games on Sunday and, and one on Monday. Pretty fun. Well, humans... I assume most of you are doing your shopping online. That's just the way it is. But if any of you have been braving the crowds, the hustle, the bustle, please let us know. Humans, it's great to be back. <clears throat> it's great to be back. I missed you. I missed talking into this microphone, wondering who's out there listening. And, uh, yeah, I'm very serious. Make a Yule Log. Make a Yule Log. We'll love it. You'll get a Sid Buck. But don't do it for the Sid Buck, you know? Just do it for you. Don't Let's not cheapen it with the Sid Buck. Make a Yule Log. It'll be fun. We're a community. Let's see it. I'll watch it. A Yule Campfire. Whatever the hell you want to call it. I will watch it over some jazz while I eat mint, mint Christmas cookies and have cannabis in Nevada, Sierra Nevada celebrations. All right, humans. Until Friday. Peace and love, peace and love.